name is John. My name is Arvin. And this is behind the scenes of our best days. Season five. That's right. Better hey, believe so, it. Okay. Let's just kick this off. If you guys have never listened to this podcast, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. We see you. We don't actually. Not literally. But 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 through soul. Yeah, yeah. We can imagine what you must be feeling right now. Exactly. <laughs> we and don't we even know what week we're gonna post this. Yeah, on. yeah. We yeah. Whenever this is posted, just let. I just want to let you know if you're listening or yeah. watching, uh, we are very grateful for you. Yeah. We would still do this without you listening or watching. That's what we were doing. That's and what then we, we started were doing. recording. <laughs> Wait, that's good. That's right. We were that just is. doing this. We were and, then, do- and then we were like, let's, we should make a podcast about some, the behind the scenes of yeah, victory. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of, the first thing I said, let's change the playlist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you so, want to go in there? So, let's do it. So Pastor Paul, um, uh, Pastor Paul has, uh, he does, he has very sensitive ears. Yeah. If you are, if we are meeting in a room. Yeah. And we're in a tense conversation. He'll be looking at you and then he'll immediately get up and turn off lights. Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh? And mm-hmm. he goes, the buzzing of the fluorescent lights right. was bothering my ears. Yeah. And we're like, huh? Yeah. And then he can hear things in service mm-hmm. mm. and he'll text and he'll go, hey, can That's we? Right. That's right. Yeah, he'll text and he'll be like, <laughs> can we turn the bass down? Yeah. And we'll respond. There's not a bass player. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like, there's something. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we're like, huh? Yeah. Like literally, that happens. Who, like ears of Dumbo. Yeah. Not big ears. No. What's but a, what's he can hear really. What is August Rush? I guess. August Rush. <laughs> he could hear the music. You guys ever seen that movie? The Absolutely. Child Prodigy. Yeah. That? Yeah. He was born in August. He was born in Paul. And they Pastor did Paul rush. Was born. They rushed because it was during conference. Right. I know so much Darty history. <laughs> Darty history. Oh, that's my and second that's YouTube page truth. launching. <laughs> <laughs> so Pastor Paul has. <laughs> has has um, sensitive ears. Yeah. Um, anyways, but he hears everything, sees everything. One thing that has been a forever, it's a moving target, is the pre-service playlist. Yeah. The post-service playlist. Yeah. And a playlist that is playing throughout the ministry. Right. Um, so th- this is a behind the scenes of victory, I love right? It. Yes. Um, so there is a playlist that we have um and as you guys know, whether you guys walk into a mall or you walk into the Apple store or those of you guys who have Androids, I have no idea what your life is like. It's an <laughs> abyss. So anyway, it's just white noise. It's just white. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, um, I'm kidding. We love you. If yeah. You have a, whatever. Um, so they're not anyway. listening to this because I don't <laughs> think we're on. I think we're on Android, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyways, so as you guys go in, mood setting is everything. Big time. And those of you guys who have planned events or you are at parties or those of you who just like to work at home, it's like we love some type of a sound. So Pastor Paul loves some type of a sound. We all do. Yeah. So whether there is a conference or there is a new series or there is a youth um, like Wednesday night youth, mm-hmm. there is multiple playlists going on throughout the campus of victory. Right. And we also do this at the dream center. We mm-hmm. do this at the camp. We do this at victory college. We do this, um, at all places. Yeah. I uh, do strength training. Mm-hmm. I do strength training over in the weight room yeah. and we have a specific playlist, right? All of these are different and they're all about setting a moods in order for people. So pastor Paul is very peculiar and, um, about playlists absolutely and so anyways there's certain times where he's like let's do beats yeah right and we're doing beats and then he's like hey um uh 
you know, last night I came to the church and it was 11 p.m. And we're like, what were you doing at the church at 11 p.m.? (laughs) And he was just like, and there was just really loud rap music playing in an empty parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And he was like, what if we did like a lo-fi chill? Right. And I'm like, for the empty parking lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's like well it's the atmosphere and right. i'm so anyways so i get we get these random texts <laughs> can we change the playlist sure but there's some funny stories about like all right so here's the here's the unique thing about a church service and those of you who work at a church you know this is that at the end of the we do altar calls it's yeah. very um it's a, it's you're in the presence of god right right and as and as soon as people walk out into the lobby, mm. if it's a, um, you know, if it's like a hype playlist, sure, it's just a jolt. Yes, it's and very stark. It's very stark. it's a stark contrast. Well, yeah. here's the thing: in the lobby, we need fun, upbeat music. Yeah, because the 11 a.m. service, mm-hmm. those people are waiting to come in. Yeah, and so. We don't want like slow, somber worship music or right, like, right. even though we believe in the presence of God, of course, you don't yeah. want it as people are checking their kids in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so anyways, we get a lot of these like, can you change the playlist? Yeah. Do you know of any other ones? A whole lot. I've had, well, because it, uh, Victory caters to so many types of different people. Right. So, and not every person is always going to act the same way. So different, even teenagers at different points in the week are going to feel differently and different right. types of times of year. So uh, since May, when I stepped in to do live production, uh, I've noticed because that our department oversees that playlist. We, we keep it up in the computers and everything. And I, we have like maybe 25 different playlists depending on what's supposed to be happening. And so when the summer starts, we'll have this meeting where, hey, let's do stuff like this. This is what I'm enjoying right now. Da, 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 da. And then, and this, I say this with deep reverence and respect, there are all types of people who come to Victory, and I love it. There are a lot of people who have different, everyone has a fluctuating level of comfort with what kind of music is appropriate. So yeah. we don't play stuff that is uh, sexually explicit. We don't play stuff with cussing. We don't play stuff with any of that. Um, there have been a lot of new artists who they themselves are creating godly music in that, yeah. like the like Chance the Rapper's done some stuff and others as well. And so someone might hear that and go, Oh wait, this person, I don't know if they're a Christian. They, I don't know if they believe like I do. Da, 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 da. Like all of a sudden something like that will happen. And then and we I'll get text, text messages yeah. and emails and people are like, yeah. why are you guys playing Chance the Rapper? Sure. And he's singing How Great Is Our God, <laughs> but there's a thing. And so it's it's helped me. There was a time period uh, where at least once a day I was getting hit up by somebody being like, hey, this is this, this is that. And then there were times where there, Pastor Paul had a particular playlist that he liked of like upbeat fun music like ben rector and things like that things that are appropriate and fine but that's not worship it's not like yeah and then there were others who took that to mean hey if it's if it's not worship then something's wrong and so i would get texted and now i would never and this is really interesting i was caught between the two entities and i would never tell them hey this is like one of pastor paul's favorite songs because i don't know what that's going to mean for them so this is like a random church person yes who has my number because i give it out because we do auditions and i go it's just so much easier to to communicate to all 200 casts if they're texting me um so my number's out there anyone can text me 
And I'll get a lot of those messages of like, well, I was really hoping you would have done this and that. Everyone has a different level of preference. And like I get a lot again, of those. A moving target. That's right. And that's you're right. caught in the crossfire. 100%. Continue. So there was one time, and I was very happy to appeal or appease this person. We had just had a Victory College Day. So the music in the lobby was upbeat. It was targeted at people between 18 and 25 years old. Great. And then I get a text, and then they're like, can you please fix the playlist, change the playlist, whatever. And I was like, absolutely. What would you like instead? And they're like, well, there's a funeral going on. <laughs> and well, I'm, I'm sorry. At the same time that this like music is playing or whatever, the college day. there was a funeral maybe a hundred yards over. Oh, and sorry. Then, I did not mean to. No, laugh. no, it's fine. I mean, is... it's, it's fine. Um, and it, I was like, oh boy. So now we had to get into the system and figure out how to play like soft, beautiful piano music. But then the college students are like, what's going on here? And there's just different vibes all happening. That is a good story. I'm cool with them coexisting. I've learned to be cool with like everyone's going to want their preference and they're all going to come to somebody with like, hey, this is what I want. And I go, I appreciate that you told me that. Thank you. I'm not always going to be able to imagine. So people were coming to a funeral and Kanye is like, bum, bum, <laughs> and his Jesus is King album. Every church in America, not every church, but every like uh, a lot of churches in America. When Jesus is King came out, we're like, finally, we can play Kanye again. <laughs> we can play him. We can enjoy him. Yeah. And now what do you think? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we love you, Kanye. If you're we listening, do. We, we support do. you. Yeah, come and hang out with us. Yeah. be welcomed on this podcast. Yeah, I would pay for his therapy for, yeah. a, little, for a little while. It's a lot. I'm That's, sure it's a big yeah. bill. It's a big bill. But yeah, um, I would pay to. I'd pay that GoFundMe. Yeah, they had one. Do wait. Do we start one? A Kanye go I think you have to want to go to therapy first. I think really? that's yeah, you should want to go first. Mm. And <laughs> we we signed petitions to force him to <laughs> go to therapy. That's funny. You know, I so, but one thing you said is that you were like in the middle yeah. of so you got directives from Pastor Paul. Yeah. Um or you got directives like we have departments that send us requests for live production things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so live yeah. production things, whether it's a playlist or sure. whether it is a uh graphics or slides or yeah. marketing. Uh -huh. So you have this directive coming and then you have outsiders coming mm -hmm. to me or you sure. and they're saying, Hey, this, this, this and that. Yeah. And basically they're going against what we've been told or said sure and you're caught in the crossfire that's right and it is a fire <laughs> it is a fire it is a fire you're yeah. caught in the crossfire yeah um so how many of you who are listening maybe you have been caught in the crossfire of something that you're like if you work for a church mm -hmm. or you're a leader or of an organization mm -hmm. and you have um especially those of you who have people pleasing mm. um that lean towards you yeah you could probably live in this crossfire place of anxiety. Sure. Of like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, are we gonna get canceled for this? Yeah. yeah or yeah. people are coming across people are coming against us for this, but you know, we're supposed to be doing like yeah. you know, church on the roof. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah, I do. So but and I think that you said something right before this podcast started. You were you said something about you know, whenever you decide to do something that you love. Right. You uh, you never assume that you're going to be misunderstood. When you imagine yourself like, oh, I want to be 
on staff at a church. I want to have kids. I want to be have a family. I want to get married. I want to be in a healthy relationship. I want to start a business. I want to be successful in I my career. Be a I want to study academically for a long time. All the whatever. You never assume that you'll get there and be misunderstood. And getting caught in the crossfire, at least in a ministry context, is constantly... Uh, you have to be willing to pause and go, this will not be understood. Not everyone will understand. So Lord, knowing that, what can I do? And I've found a couple things that help, uh, maybe three things that like alleviate the, the frustration of being misunderstood and getting caught in the crossfire between people. Okay. So hold on. Like for me, cause I, I want you to say those. No, sure. Things, absolutely. But I'm so, all right. Um, what am I trying? Okay. So for instance, we are in the middle of creating music for Easter 2023. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we had, um, if any of you guys watched the Christmas production of 2022, it was called the story of Christmas. Yeah. And in that, it's funny, this, the, within that we, um, we took some songs mm. that were popular songs. Yeah. Um, and Ariana Grande, uh, and then Bon Jovi, sure. and we rewrote lyrics to it, yeah. but we utilized it within Christmas, um, and I think we did, uh, oh, ABBA, Dancing mm. Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can dance, yeah, you beautiful. Can dance, having the time of your life. Mm. Oh, see that girl, dun dun, dancing queen. So we took these songs, and the whole idea behind Christmas was, if any of you guys see how we do, uh, how we have done Christmas productions is we will go into a biblical time period. Yeah. And then the following year, we will go outside of the biblical time period and we will do a storytelling feature of mm -hmm. a Bible time. So for instance, mm -hmm. the year before the story of Christmas, so this last year was 2022, 2021, yeah. what did we do? 2021 was... Um Man, Lay Mag was 2020. 2021 was The Secret Gift. The Secret Gift. So The Secret Gift took place in an orphanage. Mm -hmm. And it took place not in Bible times. That's right, yeah. But we took the characters in The Secret Gift back to Bible times. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And then the year before that, mm -hmm. we... Uh, yeah, so anyways, so mm -hmm. we try to leapfrog it. So this year, it was like, all right, we're in the Bible times. Yeah. So how can we bring modern two Bible times. Right. So anyways, everything was all based around the resurrection, the Holy Spirit. It was all, we wanted it to be, have a biblical, a biblical back, backbone mm -hmm. and scripture throughout the whole thing. And at the mm -hmm. very end, people were forced to make a decision of accepting Jesus into their hearts. Yeah. Like that was our motive. Right. But we paint it with modern songs that people are familiar with, modern or like 80s, 90s, yeah. 2000s. Popular. Yeah, popular songs yeah. in order to hook in people that probably regularly wouldn't come to church. Mm -hmm. We haven't forsaken our salvation. Nope. We haven't said bye-bye right. to Jesus. Right. But anyways, man, you had people that loved it. Sure. You know? Yeah. And, and we... And throughout that process, we were talking to Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley, and um, 
and it was one of those things to where we were like, hey, we're going to do these songs. Yeah. And for the most part, they were like, okay, wow, we're trying some new stuff, but yeah. hey, let's just do it. Yeah. You know, by the end of it, they were like, all right, let's lean into it. So we did it. And mo- a lot of people were impacted. Yeah. But then there were people. It's always unique. Mm-hmm. The, the, I don't want to say religious, but like, I think the more conservative. Yeah. Conservative. Because I understand where they're coming from. Sure. Conservative people thought that we had disowned God. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah. I can't believe this, this, and this. You guys went woke. You went blah. <laughs> you went this. And here's the thing. We don't have a creative meeting and be like, yeah, let's be really creative. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. it comes to these productions, right. like, I pray. Yeah. In the spirit. Yeah. I pray in tongues. Right. I pray in the spirit. We pray with Ryan, Jill, right. you and me pray together yeah. for, for weeks. Totally. Like we're not just doing this because it's cool. Right. We actually put things that are cool in there and it actually is mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Like we're like, okay, how can we paint this in a way to where I always look at it as if I have several friends that are unsaved. Yeah. Um, that like don't go to church, they mm-hmm. don't believe in God. And I always look at it and I go, I want them to be impacted by the love of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. So if I'm watching this, I don't watch it right. in a way, and I don't read the script in a way to where I'm like, okay, yeah. I go to a 9 a.m. service at Victory mm-hmm. and this is making me happy. Right. I watch it as if my friends come. That's right. That don't believe in God. That's right. That could care less about church. Yeah. I, that's how I read it. It's better. Yeah. It, yeah. And so, but I get then caught in the crossfire of these people like, ah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, and so anyways, and my people pleasing is, oh, I need to respond to these emails or I need to respond to these text messages sure. of these people that are super ticked off, <laughs> sure. you know, yeah. um, you know, and John Christ said something about, oh yeah. He pointed out that he liked it. Yeah, John Chris really kind actually of pointed out our yeah. Christmas 2020. He did a podcast and he was going through all these things yeah. and he pointed ours out and he was just like, okay. Yeah. He's like, I would pay money for this. And here's right. the thing. You don't pay money for no our one productions. Does. No, exactly. We want it to be free because yeah. we want it specifically to be, sorry, I'm going to lower this thing behind Is it me. Is hot? Because, uh, no, but sorry, if you guys are hearing something weird, I'm lowering <laughs> it's the this line behind me. That way you guys are not blinded, those who are watching it. That works. So anyways, nice. so back to my story. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to go to your three points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so now I'm thinking through, we are now approaching Easter 2023. Yeah. The Jordan year. That's right. <laughs> the year of our Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now I am in the back of my mind as we are writing the music and yeah. as we are orchestrating things in the back of my mind, I can't help yeah. but think about all of those people who had an issue with Christmas. Sure. You know, <laughs> and purposefully for Easter, as I was working with Dom DeMeo, yeah. who helps us in music production and Miriam Springer, yeah. I'm like, Hey, um, okay, let's do original music and let's try not to, go off of any type of popular song. Sure. Like let's make our songs popular. Right. But not like if someone hears it, they're not going to go, Oh, this is from exactly, you know, Bon Jovi. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. Sure. Um, you know, but there is styled in which there is, there's popular songs. And so I had to get to this point in my heart to where I was like, man, you know, and of course, 
I'm caught in this crossfire of we're showing the script to Pastor Paul. Yeah. We've had how many meetings? I've lost count. Yeah. Probably five or six. Yeah, with Pastor Paul. Oh, yeah. And you and me yeah. are showing Pastor Paul the script. And yeah. he's like, all right, let's make sure that we are staying within Bible scripture. For sure. And that at the end, yeah. Jesus is the center right. of this. Absolutely. And he's like, I know that we like to create these cool creative stories. Sure. You know, and he's like, but let's make sure Jesus is at the center of it. Mm-hmm. And then our conviction is all right, we're reading this through, we're mm-hmm. reading the script, we're looking at this through the lens of people that we genuinely want to reach for Jesus. Right, exactly. People that aren't reached yet. Yeah. Hospital is for the sick, not yeah. for the whole. Absolutely. But yeah. the whole and the sick are going to be watching this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so anyways, so I'm preparing myself for the crossfire that we may get Yeah. at Easter. 100%. Anyways, I'm just sharing my thoughts. It's worth it, though. It's worth it. Sorry, I just yeah. needed to vomit. I love it. Because you guys, I view you guys as like also my therapist, even though you guys are not giving any feedback right now. <laughs> All right, Arvin. Now talk about being caught in the crossfire. Yeah, well, I want to touch on this too, because this is important. It's okay. interesting that um, I was driving a couple of days ago. This occurred to me. It For some reason, I've known this scripture for a long time. You talk about this scripture every fall film. When Jesus spoke to people, he exclusively used parables. He used stories. And that for some reason became more real to me on that drive the other day because I realized there's no version of a conversation I can have with someone who doesn't align in terms of their faith like I do. I can't expect them to hear the basics of what I'm saying in terms of the Christian faith and, and be like, oh, I get it. I understand. There's always a story and not just the story of Easter that we're telling, but your life is one too. Yeah, like a testimony. Totally, exactly. And just the person I am, there's a story of Arvin and that's that's probably going to be more effective. However, every time you tell a good story uh, and you're reaching those people and we do reach those people, I see it at every production all the time. I see people react. I still get people, I'm at the gym and I'm brushing my teeth, literally just standing there getting dressed. And a guy I've never seen in my life walks up to me and I'm like, what's going on? This doesn't happen. And he goes, hey, man, Keymaker really like messed me up, meaning like it impacted him wow. emotionally. And I go, hey, that's I'm really glad to, to hear that. Thank you. And um, and now I see him and we have a chat every couple of weeks when that's I see him so there, cool. you know, and things like that. I, I know the impact that's being made. So it happened to Jesus as well, where after he would speak a parable, the disciples would come to him and go, well, what does that mean? Why did you say that? And uh, I think that those are the emails. That's right. That's the right. Emails are that's just right. disciples. That's confused. right. Yeah. Or, and there are others. <laughs> no, there are others also who he tells the story in John six or five where he says, hey, if you're going to really follow me. He's speaking metaphorically. You're going to have to drink my blood and eat my flesh. And it says that many of his followers left him because of that. Because they thought it was literal. They were like, I don't want to. I'm not a a vampire. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that. I don't want to get long winded about that. But I just I know that it's worth it. I I actually like that misunderstanding because you like being caught in the crossfire. In that case, I do, because I can so clearly see that Jesus did as well. And I see the people in the beginning of uh, the Gospel of Mark where as they're walking and talking, Jesus is speaking about something beautiful and profound, but that's not even recorded. What's recorded is 
We got interrupted because while we were walking, we were grabbing some wheat and just chewing on it. And Pharisees are looking and they run around and they go, hey, you're not allowed to harvest on the Sabbath. And you don't wash your hands. Right. All of the stuff that they would point out. And it just struck me as like, we never get to hear until heaven what Jesus was talking about while they were walking. Because right now, the distraction was, the, you know what I mean? The Pharisees butted in and were like... They could have been, bye. they had access that they took for granted. Anyway, I can go off on this. But I just, I never want to take advantage of that and be like, well, I'm going to do whatever I want and Jesus will cover it. That's not how I feel. Yes. I do have... For those of you who are working creatively in right. any organization... Yeah. Um you can't just be like, well, screw it. People are going to misunderstand me. Exactly. Which is Especially yeah. if you work in a ministry. Right. Because then your heart isn't right. That's You're right. You're just like, yeah. people are going to have to deal with it. I'm an Enneagram 4. And that's an exit ramp. That's, that's how you leave You leave your Ooh. destiny there. So the three things I wanted to say, and I'll say them quickly. Number one is honor. When you're caught in the crossfire, you're misunderstood. People don't realize or trust necessarily your motive yet. If, if you say, well, forget it, I'll just do what I want, who cares, whatever. Okay, so you've, you've let go of honor. You have to honor the person who's telling you one thing, if it's your leadership or whatever. Then there's the basic borderline or uh, like foundational honor that I have just for anybody. Who, so honor up, honor down. Exactly. So if someone comes in and they go, well, why don't we just do this? Why don't we just do this? I don't necessarily have time to explain to everybody every single decision. Like I've had people be like, hey, I'm going to you know, be involved, but like I want to know all the details first. And I go, my friend, I, there's 200 people in this cast. I can't have that conversation. And it'll lead into the second one. I'll get to it in a second. But I, I do still have honor. I don't blow that person off. I go, oh, thank you so much. You know, there's honor there for their humanity and their innocence in, in asking a question like that, where if you're not around a lot of leaders in any context, not just church, but in general, you know that there are good and bad questions to ask. And so, yeah, so for instance, yeah, just no, like go ahead. basically go, yeah. a story yeah. on your point one, yeah. honor. I love that you said that because honor actually has nothing to do with the person coming against you. Right. The person over you right honor actually is just who you are as a person exactly exactly and so it i do think it's incredible that in the midst of saul throwing spears exactly at david, great example david honored and even when saul was trying to kill him yeah and so many times we just love to talk crap about people right, right. and i'm like david didn't even talk crap about saul exactly like david was like exactly uh no i'm not going to strike the lord's anointed that's right because he was anointed at some part and yeah. i think it is wild on twitter or on a social media whether um there is a pastoral person who has fallen sure or there is a leader that um, that was anointed by God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and anyone underneath that person who's talking ill of them, right. even if that leader is in sin or if sure. they all or if they have fallen short. Right. Like if you have nothing good to say and you can't honor them, right. you just have to guarantee it's going to happen to you. One hundred percent. Yeah. I, I saw it. Yeah. And we're gonna get to your point no, too. No, no, but you're fine. I'm not in I saw it whenever I was a youth pastor. Yeah. I was a junior high youth pastor and um, the person over me, you know, just led differently. Sure. And people literally were like, and it was really scary. Now mm -hmm. I'm looking back in hindsight. There were people 
who were under me who came to me and they were like, ah, John, if you were in charge, right. blah, 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 blah. Right. And in hindsight, yeah. I remember, and I'm not saying this to like make me sound good because there's been times where I've completely trashed people. Sure. I'm just going to be honest. Like there's sure. been times where I've gossiped. Yeah. But I remember this person saying it like several times and then I had to have a conversation where it was like, and at that point, I didn't want to be the lead youth pastor. So right. I was like, hey, it, that's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. So you just have to be okay with this. Right. And how you treat this person is how you're going to treat your next boss or how people are going to treat you. Yeah. And so I just told that person, honor. Yeah. And so anyways, I think that that I just, and then I would see worship leaders. If any of you are musicians mm -hmm. at a church. Mm -hmm. I remember there would be a worship leader and then there would be a BGV, a background vocal sure. on stage. Yeah. And they would come to me and they'd be like, this person, th their worship set is they always do old songs. They're not doing new songs. Right. If I was over worship, yeah. we would do this. Right. And I remember telling this individual, hey, I'm just letting you know, mm -hmm. one day you're going to be in this position. Yeah. People are going to say the same thing about you. 100%. And it happened. Oh, yeah. It happened. Yeah. And... I, I just think it's comical yeah. to where I'm like, yeah. I just do believe that honor is such a huge deal. Big time. Um. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. I'm just now no, I love it. expounding yeah. on your, your points yeah. and I see that. Right. Okay, sorry. Yeah, go. no, no, no. Number one is honor. If you go into it with that, then it helps you with number two. When you're misunderstood and you've got opinions about people above you, opinions about people next to you, and opinions about people below you in every category and rank or whatever. I have found that there are times where I'm not going to be able to explain myself to everyone involved. And there are, there are certain, so what I've learned is this struck me. It happened again while driving, ironically, where I was in prayer, which sounds great and spiritual, but I'm just, I was honestly frustrated with the situation. And I, I remember hearing myself say I to the Lord, I was like, I'm tired of trying to figure out a way to explain myself to everybody. I don't need to be understood. I need to be trusted. And I, I can say it confidently now because it's years later. I believe the Holy Spirit said back to me, that's how I feel. Mm. that I don't, wow. if you really, I'll That's bring so understanding good. and insight up front, but let me break it down practically. If there's a situation, something goes wrong and I'm getting texts and phone calls and I'm trying to fix it and I'm getting some heat and some blame that I know nothing about, I have found that the worst thing to do in that moment is to stop the progress of fixing the problem to explain to everybody, hey, you guys know this wasn't my fault, right? What I've found is if I make myself so much a part of the solution, even if my solution is different than what I'm being told is the solution, but I know that's what's going to fix it. Over the course of time, several months, several weeks, several years maybe, I will earn trust even though they didn't understand me. This is how I think God enables people of varying levels of intelligence to operate and collaborate together if there's trust. So I found, okay, I'm going to go in with honor and then I'm going to go in and I'm going to earn and give trust. I'm going to trust that my leader will eventually understand that I am for them and I want them to win, even if we're, our opinions are going to go head to head at times. So that's the second one. The third one doesn't make sense unless I tell you a, a, a story, a quick one. 
and then I'll land this plane. I promise. I appreciate you letting me talk this long. Dude, I love it when you fly. <laughs> awesome. So there are a lot of people, I want to say this correctly, because if, if you understand this, it will save you so much time and frustration in relationships and in collaboration and work and partnership. There are a lot of people, as you get smart and as you get emotionally intelligent and as you pay attention to your own uh, therapy and your soul and all that good stuff, you will observe in the lives of others processes they should go through and you know it will take them some time. And what can happen is a person will get to a place of like, I'm, I'm smart, I'm happy, I'm good. They're not smart. They're not happy because they don't know what I know. And if they read the book that I read and if they would go on the retreat that I went on, but they haven't done that, they need to go on this lengthy, lengthy process. What I've come to realize now is part of the Holy Spirit's gifting on the life of a emotionally intelligent believer is like the Panama Canal. Have you heard of that? I know the Panama Canal so, goes between... Right. In between North and South America, there um, obviously there's a lot of ocean and there were a lot of ships that would have to sail and go around South America. They develop because the Panama Canal is a mechanism that a ship can go in. They close it off within a boundary and then the level of like the sea level varies. So the ship goes lower or higher based on what the Panama Canal enables it to do. So the ships are able to skip this very, very, very lengthy process because there's a canal there. And they'll go into those boundaries to that, like, it's it literally, if you watch a video, a time-lapse video, it's beautiful. It's mesmerizing. They close the wall behind the ship once it gets in. They close the wall in front, and then they pump water to bring it up, or they take water out to bring it down. And that way, they're able to go from one end to the other, and you... Uh, you, you skip having to sail across a whole continent. Exactly. So in terms of people, speaking of people, I have found that when I'm dealing with people of varying levels of intelligence, emotional intelligence, self-awareness, I can sit there and go, you need to go to therapy. You need to go do this. You, you need, need to, to figure out. You need to go through the process that I went through. You need to go learn. The, and that's probably true. That's fine. But for the sake of today... And this role and your t you don't know how long you're in their life, whatever. I will be the Panama Canal for them. I will bring them into a established, stable boundary and I will allow myself to fluctuate based. OK, so this is how this person communicates. Let me come down to this level to of this communication level. and then together we will incrementally and it'll feel slow but it's way faster than going all the way around so i have found that when directives come from leadership and i'm able to interpret like i know you well enough to know what you want and what you just said won't get you what you want let me panama canal for you now that's tough because it's the exact opposite of manipulation it's saying i know your heart well enough to know that in the 10 seconds you had to communicate that directive to me you didn't have enough time to communicate the full thing that i know you really want the motive exactly yeah. so let me take that for you and make it what i know you want it to look like because i know your heart well enough so it is a matter of delivery. Mm. So there's honor, there's trust, and then there's delivery. Meaning my job as I'm going in my life, in my, I'm now in my 30s, there are a lot of people that I am not called to go around all of South America with them. I am called to be a canal for them. And if I try to push people in the direction of, no, do this, go through this process with me. Like I did this, it took me years, da, 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 and then resent them 
for the fact that God's saying, actually, you're there. You actually went through that between 18 and 25 so that when you encounter this person, you're a canal for them and you can help them skip that process. Maybe someday they'll go through it. That's not really up to me. But I think in when you're caught in the crossfire, if you can pay attention to honor, where's your honor level? Like a gas tank, where is your trust? Do you give it and do you earn it? And then finally, like, are, are you more interested in them understanding you and, and your processes and if they only knew what I had experienced and my story and whatever? Or are you simply going to act as a canal and help them get where they need to go? Do you do that for me? I do that for everyone in my life. And absolutely, I do it for you. <laughs> because sometimes I'm like, I know Arvin is being patient with me. Well, the reality is anytime you serve anybody, you are going to see the good and the bad. Yes. And the reality of that is how you steward the good is, is fine. That's fun. How you steward the bad determines if you get to uh, continue in the destiny of God for your life. So it's an either an exit ramp or it's an accelerator. So God's saying, hey, now uh, you're, and I'm not saying, I'm saying this broadly. I'm not talking about you and me right now. But you but could if you wanted to. Sure. But it's it's just so much more important that those listening, the, the, the single mom listening, the people who are in their life, I swear I would bet my entire life on this. I'd bet my marriage on this, my mortgage, everything in my life that has value. I would bet on this, that God desperately wants to give us opportunities so that we can win so that he can elevate us and he wants to give us more so we can because in every level it's an opportunity to impact more people without more pressure on us so i i'm convinced as i've watched it for 30 years so far it's gone really well but um i've watched a lot of people do that poorly i've watched a lot of people refuse to be a a canal people refuse to be a canal Mm -hmm. because they're caught in the crossfire yeah and they're getting different things. And so they're like, you should, should, you should. If only my leaders would blank. If only my leaders would blank. Right. If that's ever, if only my boss, yeah. if only my husband. Yeah. If only if God, only, eventually only it gets God there. If God would, would just blank. I've watched people leave, leave the faith over that. I've watched people leave ministry over that. I've watched people leave their families over that. I've watched so many things happen now where I'm like, the only thing I'm actually going to be responsible, I'm not responsible for the platform that I am given by God, mm-hmm. the width of that, the reach, the impact, that's all up to him. What I'm responsible for is, do I honor? Do I earn and give trust? And then do I serve as a canal for people? Can I help th- deliver them where God wants them to go next? Because mm-hmm. that's I'm the recipient and beneficiary of that in countless people. So yeah, I think it, that's why everyone gets caught in the crossfire and it's the decision you make there that is the difference between what was David's brother's name, Eliab, yeah, and uh, and David. So Eliab is a good example of he had someone under him, his little brother, and he uh, he didn't honor him. So when he showed up to kill Goliath, he didn't honor him. Then David David was respectful regardless. Then what happens is he goes through that entire process. He honors Saul. He goes, "I just I honor you, but I can't." Uh, deliver the victory you want me to with the solution you just gave me so he just panama canaled he pan- saw panama canaled saul and he goes i have a god-given gift here i know what's going to get goliath to fall you're telling me to wear the armor i can't i need to do it this way Yeah, i wonder where his emotional intelligence was 
Sure. Whenever he walked in and he was like, I will fight him. And and the king of mm-hmm. Israel mm-hmm. is looking at him. And I'm a teenager. Sure. And he goes, I want you to put on my armor. Right. Imagine the initial thought yeah. David had of, I'm sure David mm-hmm. was like, I wonder if he was like, it's not going to fit, but I'm going to try this. I'll put it on. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That is beautiful. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good of sometimes, you know, and I think that that is learning to be less reactionary. Yeah. But I believe that I know for me, I'm reactionary and I am I am someone that will not be a Panama Canal to people. Hmm. When I do not have time alone. Mm, that's right. If yeah. the more I have time alone, yeah. I'm able to investigate. Yeah. Okay. Why am I on edge? Why am mm, I blah, blah, blah. Right. If I'm able to investigate, honestly, my behind the scenes. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> same. Yeah. But if I'm so like busy, like running, cause yeah. I know I am someone who has a full schedule. Um, and I don't like to be busy, mm. but I do like to be, purposeful and accomplishing a lot that's right I like accomplishing a lot that's right I like yeah. achieving yeah you know that's something that's like a thing yeah of course and so when i get into that and i don't take time to slow down i can be caught in a crossfire and immediately refuse to be a panama canal yeah yeah that's a temptation for me sure that's human um, yeah you know where i'm like i'm not going to put on this armor like sure. i have a sling and right. my sling is going to work right 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 you know what i mean absolutely but then if i did that yeah you know, then I know that I, that's probably all I would do is slay sure. a giant sure, and then just stay there and, and ma- maybe that. never become a king of Israel. Sure. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. So, okay. You said honor, trust, trust and deliver and deliver. Yeah. Honor, trust, deliver. Yeah. Honor, trust, deliver when caught in the crossfire. Yeah. And I was just thinking about that. All of this spurred from a, po- a playlist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Close out with this. I don't know if I ever told you the story about how I did a um, <laughs> I did a memorial service. This is not funny. This is actually super sad. I did <laughs> a memorial means, service. Probably gonna be funny. Um, well, I don't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll the, see. The situation okay. yeah. was a terrible situation. Yeah. I was doing a memorial service, and it was sad. There was a lot of people. It was very sobering. Yeah. And, um, and they were like, and now, uh, you know we're going to listen to this song in honor of this person who passed. Yeah. And they played Rihanna T.I. Live Your Life. <laughs> oh. Live your life. Hey, hey, hey. We be chasing that paper. <laughs> we listened to it and there was no slideshow. There was a picture of the individual. Oh. People were crying and they were blasting T.I. Rihanna. Live your life. Chasing that paper. <laughs> in (laughs) i just got done speaking and i was sitting up on stage and they had the picture (laughs) and people were just after two minutes people started bobbing their heads i'm sure they did literally like okay i guess i will (laughs) yeah i guess i will live my life (laughs) was it their favorite song is that why it was I hope so. I better have been, man. I hope so. Because they said, now we will listen to this song in remembrance yeah, yeah, yeah. of this person that right. went on. Man, yeah. That The only time that makes sense is if it was that person's favorite song. Yes. And even then, imagine... <laughs> Still weird. Okay, I will say this. Listening to a full three minute and 30 second song yeah. in a packed 
Baptist church. <laughs> I'm talking wooden pews. Yeah, for sure. Picture of this guy. Right. Chasing that paper. Yeah. <laughs> chasing that paper. I was like, in the words of Pastor Paul, can we you change can the change playlist? Play- yeah, he texts you. <laughs> That's hysterical. Anyways. Oh, my God. So to close this circle. Yeah. Hey, when you're caught in the crossfire, honor, trust, deliver. And maybe this week, as you are spending your time alone, you can realize, okay, yeah. where can I be that Panama Canal for people? That's good. Where I can rise and level the sea level. Great word, Arvin. Praise God. Uh, thank you guys for listening Appreciate to Behind y'all. the Scenes. Best day. Love you. See ya. Yeah.